Hey, I'm Jared Krause from buyingonlinebusinesses.com and in this podcast episode, I'm talking with Matt, who is a client of mine in our Inner Circle Mastermind and Matt owns an eight-figure Amazon business. In this episode, Matt and I talk about how he scaled his Amazon business from $400,000 per month to $1.5 million per month within 12 months of working with me. We also talk about how he de-risked his business, but then we talk about how he was able to hire people to grow his business and how he replaced himself so he could have more time and do more fulfilling things in his business and life. We also talk about some nitty gritty details and so much more about what it took him to really scale to that level he's at right now. So if you own any online business and you're thinking about wanting to get some scale and grow your online business to either hold it or sell it, do not miss this podcast episode because it is extremely valuable. Do you want to start investing in websites but don't want to drop $20,000 or more on your first investment? Check out Odis where you can buy premium age domains to build a website on and add Odie's done-for-you affiliate site package to help you grow your website and get seen. Instead of buying a crummy website that's been built to sell with no authority, buy a premium domain with built-in authority, great SEO, and fresh quality content for your website. Head to odies.link forward slash Bob podcast to check out their great deals. That's O-D-Y-S dot L-I-N-K forward slash B-O-B podcast. Link will be in the description too. Hey, Matt. Thanks for coming on having a chat. Hey, Jared. Great to be here. So last week, we were having a chat. We are doing our coaching call in the mastermind. And you're like, oh, I still haven't told this story that I want to tell yet. And I was like, well, let's let's just schedule a schedule a time to have a chat, and we'll talk about it. But for everybody listening, we'll we'll get to that. But first, I want to ask you, like, how did you even come across like me or many of my content or anything like that? Because I actually don't know this, to be honest. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, I guess a few years ago now, it's probably I would say three to four years ago. It was certainly the podcast. Actually, no, I remember what it was. You were on somebody else's podcast. It was Empire Flippers. Yeah, you're on Empire Flippers podcast, buying an online business. Hence, Empire Flippers were the broker, right? So then I was like, oh my God, there's, a, there's an Australian guy who's talking on this American Empire Flippers program. And I was like, I've got to investigate this guy. So I did some research, found you had a program, you know, buying online businesses. And it was right up my alley. In fact, I joined that program at the time as well and went through that program. So that's that was my, I guess, my find and then into the Jared world. Yeah, I remember when you joined, you did a video intro in the Facebook group and I was like, this is awesome. Like I'd asked people to do video intros and I hadn't really done it and you did one. I was like, yes, hopefully we get more people doing this. You've got to be pretty confident in front of the camera to be able to do that though, right? Like, yeah. Well, and then in fact, at that time, I was, well, let me tell you this, Jared, at the time I was listening to Gary V. And Gary V was all about, hey, you should document your journey or you should be on social media is basically what he was, he was hitting at, right? And you should do video. And I hadn't really done much of that. So I was really just listening. I didn't know where it was going to lead, but I thought, oh, I think Gary knows something. So I'm going to just listen to what he says. And, and hence, I started doing a lot of video uh, posts about the Amazon journey that I was already on. Yeah. So I was already on that journey before I discovered yourself. Yeah, and so you, you joined and you wanted to basically buy a business to scale your 
Amazon business, which is already doing quite well, right? Is that was that what the goal was, like grow via acquisition? Yeah, I'm in the medical niche on Amazon, and I think at the time back then, I think it was probably doing. I don't think I was even doing a hundred thousand US dollars a month. I think it was just under that. I think the highest I'd done was like ninety thousand dollars in in a single month. I'm pretty sure it wasn't it wasn't huge. And then what I was thinking was having another business on the side, which was in the medical niche. So I could cross advertise those two and potentially take that product that I was selling on Amazon and place it into the medical site. So that's, I guess, where, where my head was at at the time. And, you know, I didn't actually end up buying an, another online business. I eventually went down the, the route of actually starting from scratch, actually, and, and started just a, a, a funnel selling that exact same product off Amazon. Yeah, so you started a different acqu- traffic acquisition strategy or sales acquisition strategy, custom acquisition strategy, a different arm of your business, right? So I think you joined the mastermind. Like I first started, the, I, I stopped doing one-on-one coaching for about two, maybe a bit longer, two years. And then a lot of people like asking me during that time, you know, can we do one-on-one coaching? And I decided to open up as coaching plus mastermind. And you were the one the first to jump in. Why did you decide to jump in? And you know, what did do you remember what we talked about in our first coaching call? The car that I've just acquired, which was, I guess, when we had our. Let me let me say the reason why we joined in the first place, and that was because I was interested in joining a group of people who were like-minded, who were in the e-com space. Well, not even necessarily the e-com space, but it, just the online space. And I had great success previously from being in, an, in another mastermind in a different coaching program, which was with the Amazon space. I mean, back then I invested probably 40 odd thousand dollars over, over a one to two year period in the Amazon space. But that has obviously led to huge growth, which we can get to later with, within that niche. And so having great success with that coaching program back then, I thought, you know what, I want to be a part of another sort of coaching program, mastermind, and that's what led me into your coaching program. And because I also had ideas of maybe I was going to go down content sites or, or something like that, which, which, which I haven't done because things have just exploded in other ways. But I think, can I just say this too, Jared, is having now worked with you for probably, it was almost about a year now, you know, what you bring to the table is, is different things than just, hey, I'm good at content sites, right? It's more than that. You've got business strategy. You've got some tactics, and I guess really an overview, having been through your own businesses, and you can look at things from a different perspective. And if I can extrapolate on that a little bit, I remember one of the first conversations, actually it was, what, it was our very first mastermind call that we had, and it was a, a deal that I was putting together with my current manufacturer. And you said to me, hey, look, well, I was thinking at the time about selling the business. So you put me in touch with a broker that you knew I had a conversation with them and it was a little bit of information that they gave me and it was to do with the fact that the current contract only had about one year remaining on it and therefore it was going to be very difficult to sell it as is. So in any case, I had to go back and renegotiate that contract. But in doing so, you said to me, hey, what you need to do is get some equity in that in that business. So I went back to the manufacturer, renegotiated a 10-year contract with an equity clause if and when the main manufacturer sells their company, which they intend to do. 
let's just give a bit more context to the business. You're selling a product on Amazon and also now off Amazon and you basically, you know, the manufacturer owned the product, but you ended up crushing it and selling a bunch of the, a lot of the product, a lot more than they are, the manufacturer themselves. If the manufacturer just had got to a point where those like, look, we're just going to stop wholesaling to you, you basically had no, no business, right? Well, I already had a contract in place though, but my, my concern was the fact that they could just sell their business and therefore cut me out of the sales that I was now used exactly. to doing. Yeah, exactly. And by this stage, you know, fast forwarding to just even in recent times, I think around that time I was probably doing about three hundred or four hundred thousand dollars a month on Amazon. So I wanted to now sort of protect that after our after our conversation, right? After me saying, "Hey, like, what happens if they sell?" that part of the business, what happens to you and your business? After that first coaching call, what did I say and, and then what did we go away and take action on? Like, okay. Well, you said to me, I said to you that I was thinking about selling the business. So you said, well, I should go speak to a, a business broker, of which I did. And it was that business broker that sort of dissected the current situation where I was at and said that, hey, look, you've only got a one year remaining contract on the uh, distribution retail of this product so therefore we really can't sell it because someone's going to have to get their return back within that year which is probably unlikely so they need a longer period of being able to redistribute that product that's right which is going to give the the new potential buyer some longevity to get their money back and some security but it was one other part that you had said to me jared which was to to try and lock in some equity within the the company so that if it does sell I now get a payout and that was one of the, the key parts. So, so then when I went back to the manufacturer to renegotiate this contract, I did a number of things. Actually, I put more territories in, exclusive territories in that contract. I also secured a 10% clause. So whatever this, so if they sell for $200 million, I'm going to get $20 million. Okay. So that was probably the big, big win out of that. And not only that, I extended the contract out to 10 years as well. Amazing. So that's from our first call. <laughs> that was the first cool. call. I thought I don't need any more calls. No, I didn't think that at all. I thought, wow, this is obviously the um, return on investment of, of investing. And this is what I always say to people, you know, you gotta, you've got to invest in yourself, invest in, in coaching and masterminds because it, the proof is in the pudding, you know, the, the value that you get. You can't think of everything yourself. And that's why you need to invest into, into coaching and programs and you know I'm addicted to just learning constantly. Yeah, I remember over our first two calls there was so much for me to so much data and, and feedback for you to give me about your business, how it operates and what's going on for me to really go, hang on, what what's going on in this business? How much time are you spending on what? What's the result it's you know producing and and is it worth it? And then the main thing that I look for is what I've gotten from learning how to buy websites and teaching people to buy websites is what risk is involved with this business and how do we remove or reduce that risk? And that's why I talked about like, hey, if, this, if they sell you know, their manufacturing business, where does that leave you? Which is where you went and de-risked your business. And I think the best way to grow a business at, at certain times is looking at the risk and working on de-risking slash minimization and which can actually grow your business as well. It can be a growth strategy. 
So what happened after that? Like I remember us talking about how much time you were working on in your business. We looked at even hiring your mum at one stage. What, where do we shift? Like what do we what do we do after that? <laughs> so the thing at the time was I was you know I was working a lot, a lot of hours. The off Amazon business, so the the sales funnel, we'd actually taken it from America into Australia and UK and Europe. So with with that expansion, and it was an expansion within twelve months comes a lot of back-end logistics which included customer service so first person i reached out to was my mother who was actually retired just wanted to do some things outside of her daily uh, routine that she's doing so she was happy to jump on board and it was actually a great learning curve for her too because she'd never done any sort of major e-com stuff except for selling stuff on gumtree so that was great but the, the key thing was though to implement was an operations manager so the hunt was then on to really take off my plate a lot of the day-to-day work and in fact what ended up happening jared was that operations manager was already within my scope i didn't even have to go outside of the people who i already knew and so the person who was already on board which was helping me build the sales funnels and doing all the integrations etc he was the person who I reached out to and said, hey, would you like to come on board as operations manager? So he, he did, and it's paid off in dividends as well because not only is he responsible for the day-to-day, but I've got him on a bonus structure and, and a commission structure so that more, the more territories that come on board, other sales channels, and I've just uh, shared with you obviously today is we just signed up the contract for a UK wholesale deal, and that was something that the operations manager was able to negotiate and put in place. And I think it could be, if my numbers are right, I think it could be a half a million dollars per month profit deal. Since hiring, you know, we were looking, I can remember talking about like all right, who, we, we set a list of things like, we, we made a list, I got you to make a list of things that you're spending time on and how much time you were spending on those things in your business and then worked out what are those things that aren't actually fulfilling to you and you don't want to do right and then we sort of got rid of those things and gave a bunch of it to your mother and then thought like hang on a second you're still doing a a bunch of work can we just get it all all done by somebody that's already within you know your circle of influence and end up being you know that guy that's now your gm since that gm taking over a lot of the work in your business how has that helped you you with your time scale the business like how has that helped you focus on other things in the business or what has it helped what has it helped you do to scale the business basically an operations manager or a general manager into the business has enabled me to give more time into a, i guess bigger picture strategy i already had some idea of where it was going to go to but it was really just the time factor and so now i have daily calls with the operations manager who who actually is based in the uk i get an update on where things are up to and then i give other feedback back to him and say have you do this next or how about we do this or how about we try this and what we've done now since he's he's come on board as well is we've now got a a shopify store that's up and running that store is now up and running in three separate continents usa australia and uk that's required a lot of time and effort i've also had time now to put in a another medical deal that medical deal means that I've got a local medical company that supplies me products at no cost and we do a profit share on the back end. So I was able to sort that out, get that into place, in particular in the United States. And 
of course, the the UK wholesale deal it came about as well. That was that's going to be it's a great win. And look, there's been other opportunities that have come my way as well, but which haven't eventuated. But at least I've had the time to look at them. We've got one more, another really big deal, which is in the eye serum niche, which could be absolutely massive. That's now come come my way. But even aside from all that, Jared, what it's given me is other other time to do things that I love. Yeah, so not all work some some play as well yes that sort of has come into it and i was listening to a guy the other day who was talking about how he's got a brand new ferrari and it's amazing and and it wasn't so much about the ferrari it was about the fact that he gets to escape you know on on a sunday and just think of something different not just the day-to-day business and so i don't have a ferrari but it's those types of activities that i want to do more and more of now where i just get to leave the business behind for a couple of days and and you know when you're doing that too you can you obviously recharge and you come back to the business hopefully bigger and stronger i think it's the most valuable thing once we go from an operator in our business to being a business owner and working on our business rather than in our business and i go through phases where i'm working heavily on slash in the business and I just don't you know it might be a a couple of week period where I just don't have the capacity to think about expansion or you know more opportunity or different routes that we can take with the business and stuff like that and then all of a sudden once I've done that in the work business or you know that busy period things calm down I have more space I have more time I get to go surfing and that really clears my head and when I come in from a surf I think about these you know, these things just pop into my head when I'm not trying to focus on the do, 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 do. And that's why I'm really excited for you with this, with this thing that you've just gone away and done is you, you bought this car and you're going to spend time unwinding and relaxing. And it's, I, I'm really excited like to see where your business has gone from when you started to where it is now. And now that you've got more time, to think thinking time i think is very very valuable to where it's going to go in the next year to two years is is just exceptional so what were you doing per month before you joined the mastermind the inner circle and then what are you doing roughly per month now it would have been in around three to five hundred thousand a month i think when i joined the mastermind it's currently doing about 1.5 million yeah 1.5 million a month this is aussie dollars and it's interesting actually when you look back because there's some some key things that have happened obviously joining the mastermind getting the contract renegotiated outsourcing some workload to to my mother and other people uh, but also you know the operations manager was big and then in that time too i i because I, I started making money hand over fist then so i bought a new house i'm gonna now have that house paid off by the end of the year which is actually going to be within 12 months. I'll have it paid off back to like zero. And it's like a million dollar house. So, and then now what it's given me some more opportunities to in time to go back into the thing I love, which is real estate. So I went through a phase in my life where I was in real estate. I then sold some real estate, got into business, and it was just head down, bum up, just an absolute shit show really. And then now coming out of getting some good profits in, Putting that money, because ideally, I don't really want to have a business. You know, the business is really just a means to an end. So 
the business, I'm, as I take out now profits, I'm going to put that into some of the safer assets like real estate. But the way the business is structured now is it's giving me the time now to go and look at real estate and have the capital as well to put to put into these types of deals. As well as what and I just touch on the car. Yes, it was a. I actually just purchased the other day a 1998 WRX Club Spec Evo 2, and those cars are just going going crazy right now in prices and what was amazing i've never done this before it was a, it cost 40 grand it was down in another state but i just rang the guy up and i say yeah i'll just pay cash i'm just gonna send you them send you the money yeah i've never been in that position before so and this is really just a toy for me that i love yet yeah, i could have gone out and bought a new porsche if i wanted to but this is just something that i just have a passion for i just love these cars and i'll go out there and polish it every day and sit in the seat and smell the smell the leather or whatever <laughs> the leather steering wheel that is yeah and so it's it's been a fascinating journey and i really can't wait to see how it progresses now over the next you know one to two years especially now i've got this uk wholesale deal in place i've actually also just signed up a contract on canada so i'm going through a medical process there to get to get the um certifications done so that in itself could, could be another huge win i think easily doubling if not tripling easily tripling the sales of what i'm currently doing now I mean, I know that you wanted to get back into pro and congratulations. It's it's absolutely amazing what you've achieved in that time frame. How does it feel knowing that you can spend more time doing something that you're really excited to do out of business? Like when you may not have had that before, like now that you've got your your WRX, how much more excited are you in life now that you have that and 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 a business that's that's allowing you to do that? Yeah, well, let me go back a bit because in my business career, it hasn't always been smooth sailing. So I went through a really, really tough patch I, within the last decade, which really, I think, set me back financially about 10 years. And it's just one of those things, you know, it was one of those unforeseen business things that happened, okay? And I remember at the time just walking along the street one day, just thinking, wow, if only I could just have just the, some basic things in life that I would love, one being just owning my own home was something that I thought was very basic. It wasn't owning an empire, it was just owning my own home. Wouldn't that be great? And the other thing was, wouldn't it be great if I could just have something that I'm passionate about, which was obviously the WRX. I used to have lots of those when I was in my early 20s and not a very expensive car, although they're going up a lot in value now, but not an expensive car, but just something that I like. And I was just thinking sort of back to just the simple things for me and of course, by having the security as well for my family, I've, I have two young girls and a wife, and I just want to have the, the financial security to do the things that we want to do. Just something simple, Jared, just even this week, my daughter has to go in and get um, some teeth fixed up. Now, that's a $5,000 expense. I didn't, have to, I didn't have to think about it. Yeah, I just got paid the bill. No problem. Yeah. It's funny because when I go into there now, they say, do you want to pay? With, oh, is that on credit card? I said, no, no, it's just on savings. Just eight-hour savings. And I share these stories with you and hopefully the listeners as some inspiration, really, that, you know, you work work hard, make the right decisions, invest in yourself is a big one. You know, get a good coach because you can see the return that I've had in not just finance but just lifestyle and security. Yeah, that's what I'm really excited about is the lifestyle. More like the money's great. You can always earn more money but you can't earn more time. And 
spending time doing what you love and what fulfills you is is very very valuable and i think it's absolutely critical for somebody who is a business owner because they lack that when they when that's the actual thing they need to be able to unwind decompress de-stress and be able to end up using their brain more than just their their brawn and and you know chop board carry water type stuff so I'm, I'm really, really, really stoked for you, Matt. And I just want to say massive congratulations and thanks for coming on and sharing. And yeah, let's maybe catch up in a year or two and, and see where you're at then. See where the business is at. Yeah, well, hopefully, I'm sure it will go to the, into the next level for sure. My goal right now, I'm going to put this out there, is $300 million a year. This financial year, I'll cross over into the eight-figure range. So it's a massive, massive goal, but... You know, thus far, every goal that I've set in the e-com world, I've, I've achieved. So I thought, geez, I'm really going to have to... I remember setting the million dollar a month goal. And I thought, I thought that was going to be an extraordinary goal. I thought, wow, if I could do a million dollars a month, that'd be amazing. Well, I smashed through a million dollars a month. And so then it was, you know, eight figures a year. And now it's going to be $300 million a year. So let's find out in a year how, where, how I'm tracking towards that goal. You've gone from six to six to seven, seven to eight. Now the next is let's get to nine figures, and we can do it. We will That's do it. it. Awesome. Why not? Awesome. Thanks for coming on, Matt. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, on the show, Joe. Yeah, appreciate it.